And welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, David Wilner from Pillar to Post Home Inspectors, and I'm here with my co-host today. Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Good morning. Good morning. So, Brent, how was your uh, Thanksgiving? Ah, oh, you know, uh, it was lovely. It was in Glen Ridge, New Jersey. I went uh, to go visit the, the boyfriend's family. It was it was very nice, very, very small. My, my family Thanksgivings tend to be uh, a lot, you know, just a lot of, a lot of children, a lot of running around and people and animals and everything, but this was quite nice. It was intimate. It was just good to get out of the way. And last year I hosted, so to not have to host and just bake a pie and bring a bottle of wine was uh, quite nice. <laughs> well, that does sound nice. Yeah. That you guys stayed local. Nice. What did you do? Uh, I was I was sick. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, yeah, I've been battling this sinus thing, so. Are you uh, on antibiotics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, I'm, you know, feeling better, but, you know, it's still uh, tired. Yeah, so it just takes a lot out of you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, but the family went off and had fun, so, yeah, that's good. Nice, nice. Yeah. You know, have you started your Christmas shopping? I'm somewhat of a minimalist. Um, you know, I'll get my nieces and nephews, but, um, you know, I I try to, I don't know, I try to give back locally to the community, so, like, in my mind, like, like I'm doing, like, a lot of animal rescue, I'm, I'm doing donations for, um, for coats, uh, food pantry. So like, that's kind of like in my mind, my shift of like giving back, you know what I mean? So yes, everyone will get a gift, but am I going to be coming in like Santa Claus with, you know, two or three gifts? No. I mean, my goddaughter will get like an extra bonus gift, but you know, I, I like quality, you know? So in my mind, I know where I'm going to go to get all the children's gifts. And then, um, the adults were not even like doing anymore because too many of us. I don't know. We'll probably pick something out of a hat. It's it, there's too many, you know. <laughs> so it's like I was like a thousand dollars on Christmas, you know. I'd rather pay my mortgage <laughs> or buy raffle tickets. <laughs> Wish Christmas was only a thousand dollars in our house. But I'm being, you know, modest. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. 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 It's a busy, busy time of year, you know. It's uh, it's it's, and yeah, I feel like this marks the the beginning of the holiday mode you know you get yep. you, you kick it off with thanksgiving and uh you know and now we just roll 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 right through you know right through february right rolling rolling yeah i was driving around in uh warwick yesterday and i had a open house in greenwood lake and every you know every, every few houses you see people uh, putting their lights on and climbing up on the roof and you know the weather's still moderate so so get it done and a lot of people i've noticed especially in some of the newer construction developments leave their christmas lights on all year around the trim of the house because it's such a such a pain to get way up high in some of these houses. So I started to conduct a mini interview and I, I saw a guy walking his dogs like in Pelton Square. I said, excuse me. He goes, oh yes, yes. I, I, I left my lights up. I said, I have a theory. Can you, can you prove this or tell me otherwise? And he said, no, no, my lights are up from last year. I mean, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, tell, you know, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Like there's, I, there's no question. That's a bad thing. Take your lights down people. Take, you yeah. know, they're, they're a hazard up there. They can get blown off. You can have broken glass. You can have exposed electrical wires. You can have, uh, you know, issues with the lights are not designed to be up there long term. Uh, and, you know, when they are, you get UV damage to the sheathing on the wires. And 
uh, other issues. What about develop. like ice damming and like damage to the actual like gutters or the fascia that did not really, I mean, if there's heavy <laughs> snow, like. Well, lights don't cause ice damming. No, but, but if there's like heavy snow and they're like really cool lights and they're stuck or something, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm being dramatic a little bit, but I think about these things. <laughs> um, like actual damage to the gutters, perhaps. Like if there's a big windstorm or something. I mean, yeah, anything could happen, right? I mean, I guess, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, listen, I go on roofs, I find lights stuffed in gutters all the time. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and just clogging up the gutters. No bueno. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was at a house the other day and um, the woman told me she had her gutters cleaned like a week ago. And I look up and I, I go up on the roof and I look in the gutters and they're clogged. With leaves. Yeah. And, yeah. And I said, well, you need to have them cleaned again. And she said, but I just had it done a week ago. So you might have to have it done every week until the leaves, leaves stop. Leaves are done. Yeah. Well, you know? I feel like this, this season in particular for me anyway, they came down fast and furious and I, I had my like first mini fall cleanup literally within days my entire driveway is riddled and I'm not that girl with a what do you call it leaf blower not happening I can't even figure out how to put the you know like I'm I'm savvy in a lot of things but I'm not leaf blowing or raking I don't <laughs> yeah you know the leaves the leaves and I have an ongoing annual battle uh you know <laughs> See? there's a it's a little bit of a grudge match between us I mean I have a lot of trees on my property and I'm a decent sized property so um you're constantly out there yeah yeah but i have a process so uh <laughs> yeah i got a process and but i have one darn tree that just won't drop its leaves until january oh wow is and, it a special type of tree i or? don't know i don't I think know it's messing with you dave you i think know, mother nature's coming for you <laughs> that stupid tree won't drop its leaves till it snows wow and clearly i can't really get the leaves up once it snows so, so is that something that happens in the spring then? You have to wait? Uh, yeah, you got to wait till there's no snow. Oh, boy. And We're it's st- somewhat dry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Somebody told me that the leaves can actually act as like a natural um, fertilizer in the ground. Like over the... Is that true? Somewhat. But, yeah. you know, it depends on your lawn and uh, your lawn's chemistry. Yeah. Because leaves are typically acidic. Mm. So... If your lawn needs, you know, to raise the pH level, well, you know, that could be a good thing for you. But if your, you know, if your lawn is is already well balanced, then it's a bad thing. I have just this one front section in the front of my house and I was going to put some seeds down, you know, for to grow some fresh grass. And then uh, this person told me, well, you know, you could just cut up these leaves, you know, you know, shred the leaves or whatever and, and add that as well. And I thought, huh, never heard of that. So... Yeah. yeah, leaves leaves tend to be a little bit acidic. Um, mm-hmm. They also, but they do have nitrogen uh, left in them as well. So, I mean, that's good. That uh, is good. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I mean, it's nothing that you can't fertilize in, but it's you know. Yeah. Well, two years ago in my back backyard, you know, when I when I had a lot more time, you know, for projects and whatnot um, during the the you know the big pandemic, um, I cleared out the backyard and grew some grass and ended up putting the seeds in before the winter and wouldn't you know it you know the snow and everything and then when everything melted i had this beautiful baby green grass i was so proud of of it so <laughs> yeah well that's i think it's i think it's critical to get your grass seed down in the fall you know before you know um mm-hmm. 
you know, and let it, let it, let it sit, let and, it sit. Yeah. yeah you got to put your grass seed down and then, you know, in the spring you really need to, to put in an emulsification layer. Uh, I mean, I go deep on this. Oh my God. I don't even know what that is. All right. You know, you got to prevent <laughs> the weeds. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm anti-weeds. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's, uh, when, uh, that was one of the big things when we bought our house, um, the landscaping was a mess, just an absolute mess. Uh, and the, you know, the backyard was just all overgrown and all overgrown. The front yard was overgrown. Uh, the grass hadn't been cut. The house was vacant for a long time. So it was, um, you know, there was a lot of work went mm. into it. I mean, the front yard was basically just mud. Uh, you know, the backyard was overgrown and my hill was just woods. So, uh, I mean, we, we cleared that whole hill. We planted all the grass. I mean, nice. I've done, I've done thousands of hours of yard work in there to, to make it pretty. Well, that's why you're proud to make sure that the leaves and everything is clean and manicured. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's uh yeah. And I do it all. I do it all myself. I mean, I'm out there on my lawnmower and, you know, with my, my, my seed spreaders and my fertilizer. And, yeah. That's yeah. not my jam, but you know. <laughs> me me and the dog. So the dog rides on the lawnmower with me. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> she sits on my lap. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> little funny. seven pound white dog riding on my lap while I'm on my lawnmower. <laughs> I'm like, don't jump, dog. <laughs> oh no, that would not be a good situation. But uh you know, and that's how I get the leaves up too, is I go over it with the lawnmower and a bagger. Yeah, see, that's like high up. tech. And just the cost for these now have increased. We're already on our first break. Oh, my so goodness. Let's take a couple of minutes for, to hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned for The Real Real Estate Show. Hi, this is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their homes in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna Rand Realty, home happens here. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time home buyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansart now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Hi, this is Wild Baby Love. Start your Sunday with me at 6 a.m. and Gospel Tracks. I'll give you the phone number to the Faith phone line and the address to the website. All that and much, much more right here on Gospel Tracks with yours truly, Wild Baby Love. 
Tune into the Nonprofit Notebook, your resource for and about people helping people. Learn about all the events and services available for you, friends, or family. Open your Nonprofit Notebook Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Radio worth listening to. I'm going to make this place your home. And welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, David Wellner from Pillar to Post Home Inspectors. And I'm here today with my co-host. Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. So, Brenda. So, David. Well, so, we were talking about topics for today. And, mm-hmm. you know, some of the things, one of the things I think, uh, you know, brings a lot of value to a home and makes living in a home, you know, better is when you have appliances you love. You know, having, having the stove that you want to cook on, having uh you know the ability just to throw those dishes in the dishwasher and not have to spend an hour washing everything up you know how does how do you think appliances do they do they bring value to the home do they make your life in the home more easy yeah i i think so and also just aesthetically sometimes uh, you know especially if you're you've got a recently updated kitchen you don't want to keep you know, your, your old oven or your old appliances in there. Right. So it, it definitely makes a difference. I think a little bit easier, you know, but I'm, I I also like the way things look. (laughs) What do you, what do you like to cook on? What's uh, what do you have at home? I have an old school. I love it. It's a, just a white oven with gas. And is it my dream oven? No, but my kitchen is kind of like retro chic. It's got this like pink and blue sort of 80s vibe. I have all these retro appliances, actually. Um, I I think the name of the company is Retro, and it's this vintage blue. So it's nostalgia. I have the coffee pot, the microwave, and the um, toaster thing. But my counter is all like white. So I'm kind of working with what I I have. Um, If, if, which I will eventually, if I were to upgrade, I would then go to like a big double range, like, a stainless steel Mac daddy, you know, oven with the hood and the whole, the whole nine, you know, but then I would have to do the same with the refrigerator and everything else. So, you know, I'll do it eventually. But right now this is my kitchen's personality. <laughs> yeah. You know, what do you think? Is there uh, what appliance makes your life easier in the home? In the home? Definitely the smart fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the smart fridge. The so, smart fridge makes your life easier. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, well, a couple of things. First off, you know, I'll prep my coffee the evening before. Or I'll set the timer, right? But when I come downstairs in the morning, I've got to get the animals their medication. It's a whole routine, a whole process, right? But if I could say, you know, okay, Alexa or okay, Google, and put on my music on the fridge, I could see the weather. It's as if I don't have to open the iPad if I'm cooking and my hands are occupied. The smart fridge really, for me, now it's like anything else technology-based. You have to, if will it fade? Do you need to replace the battery? Do you have to be careful in how you care for it? Yes. But for me, that just makes things easier, you know, my opinion. <laughs> Excuse me. You okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just right. sinus stuff. Okay. They, uh, no COVID. No COVID. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> um, so, uh so you like that it, it makes your life a little easier. Uh, you can program it to play music. And mm-hmm. does it does it prepare a shopping list for you? Does yes. it manage inventory? Yes, you could actually put uh, like, there's like a note section. Um, there is a stylist, you know, so instead of like having things, I 
I can't stand like when people have things on the fridge, you know what I mean? Like magnets and boards and to do's and this and that. It's like, it's the refrigerator. You know what I mean? Get, get a bulletin board or two. <laughs> just, it's my, it's like one of my little pet faves, but um, you know, what's great about the smart fridge is you can track your notes. You can keep your grocery list. Um, if things are running low, you can check it off. You could even go online, let's say to, you know, fresh direct or whatever you're ordering from and have your list saved on the fridge. So you're like in the fridge and you see, oh, I'm, I'm running low on yogurt, you know, and start to create your shopping cart. So I think there's some benefits to that. Will it order food? Uh, not yet. You know, I think we'd have to wait for the robot to 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 hang out. <laughs> I'm kidding. It does? Really? Well, what brand? What do you know that I don't know? Uh, well, I, I do know that the LG Smart Fridge will integrate to the web and, and do automatic reorders for you. Really? Yeah. Huh, that's in- interesting. Yeah. I can't even talk. I haven't had my full cup of coffee. Yeah. I think they all do, uh, huh. for the most part. But uh, I mean, some of the older units might not. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And they've been around for a while at, at this point, I guess. I mean, you know, we're probably looking at smart fridges, probably eight, ten years. So, you yeah. Know, but um, you know, I. Um, one of my favorite uh, appliances, and I don't have one currently in my home, but something I love is a trash compactor. I oh. don't see them in homes very often anymore, you know, but it's uh, what a great deal, right? A, it takes up much less space, yeah, right? Um, you know, you're, you're compacting your garbage. It's better in the landfill. It's better. It's all the way around. This is a better system. And, uh, you know, you don't change the bag less often. It's... It's just... Now, where does it go, though? Under the sink? No, it goes in your cabinet space. So, you know, like any other, like a dishwasher or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, or a range, Um, you know, that sort of thing, Hmm. you know, but yeah, I find, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a great appliance to have. If, if you've never had one, you're considering redoing your kitchen, think about a trash compactor. They're, hey, it's kind of fun to hit the pedal and listen to it. You know, feel <laughs> Until like it breaks. <laughs> feel like you're driving a monster truck. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, and, and it, is a, it is a time saver, you know, mm. because you'll find, yeah, you'll take the garbage out a little less often, but it's being, you know, it's, uh, it takes up less space in the, you know, the cans outside. So, yeah, it's, a, it's pretty cool. Trash compactor. Yeah. What's the price point on something, let's say, on the higher higher end? Oh, I don't know. You know, all these appliances these days are, are going through the roof. Everything has gone up. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. who knows? I mean, you know, it's been a long time since I looked at pricing on it. But, you know, $1,500, $2,000, $2,500, somewhere in that range. Interesting. Yeah, you know, probably. I mean, clearly... Clearly, like with anything, you can spend as much as you want, but you know, it's, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, um, honestly, I don't use my dishwasher that much. Yeah, I do not have a dishwasher. Um, My house is very, very old and, you know, I'm one person, but when I do Airbnb it, you know, I have had feedback, but I did have uh, my friend who's a contractor and I've had other people come in and I'm like, they were like, listen, if you're going to do that, you know, just gut the whole kitchen and kind of reconfigure where things are. Because currently the way that my counter sits next to the sink, there's just not enough room. I mean, I could probably do one of those like mini Bosch 
um, dishwashers, which I'm kind of obsessed about. But, you know, again, for me to get something like super sharp in there when I have all my like retro, it just would be kind of mishmashy. So I just sort of, it's almost like a country retro kitchen at the moment. I'm sure I'll change it. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I, I mean, if you're, you know, clearly we make, we make really good use of our dishwasher when we entertain, mm-hmm. you know, that's sort of when right, we, right. we use it. I mean, uh, if I'm just around the house myself, I mean, I think most people are like this. You just go out there, wash your dish, put it away. You know, it's not that big a deal. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, so there are times we go a long time without using the dishwasher, but you know, if we have worked, like we had people over, you know, we have a, a family tradition to go Christmas tree shopping. Uh, and, uh, so we, we did that we had a bunch of people at the house and, and yeah, of course, you know, we did two, three loads in it. And what a, what a great, what a great asset it is when you need it. Yeah. When you need it a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I can't even imagine having all those people in the house and then having a big stack of dishes to do at the end of the night. Yeah. That's what I did two weeks ago. I had a Friendsgiving and, but you know, luckily my, my friends, you know, they were so, they, they cleaned. I was like, Oh, this is great. I'm like, well, you know, I'm hosting and you guys are spending the night at the lake so you, you can wash the dishes. But, um, but yeah, no, that's definitely an added benefit. Yeah. yeah so, uh, what else is going on on your holiday calendar? Oh, wait, I want to just read this fun fact about, um, appliances. Oh. Um, okay. Do good appliances increase home value? Will new appliances increase your home's value? All right. So according to data from Consumer Reports, and this is recent, this is uh, the end of August of this year, um, a remodel kitchen, including new appliances, countertops and flooring can increase your home sale price by three to 7%. So again, that's that's kind of my logic, right? Like if I'm going to make the um, investment on getting some nice new appliances, I'm probably going to remodel and redo my kitchen so that it it makes sense, right? So well, that's a good budgetary number, three mm-hmm. to seven percent. Three to seven percent. You know, um, you know, call that fifteen thousand dollars on a three hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, <laughs> you know, math is not my strong suit. So yeah. <laughs> You're finance. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really good. Like I do, I do like a lot of numbers and things in my head and I'm really good at like percentage. And, but you know, I, I have my friend called the calculator, you know, and, and the calculator. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, is that, you know, you, you, you know, if, uh, if people are looking to redo their kitchen and, you know, it gives them an idea of how to budget for it. That's for sure. Yeah. To get that, to get that ROI for sure. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. That sounds like a lot, you know? Um, yeah, but I also think, you know, it depends, you know, the finishes and the hardware, you know, I saw a gorgeous home the other day I was showing and I love this kitchen. The backsplash was unique. It wasn't the traditional sort of subway tiles. And, um, they had this really nice deep farm sink and the counters were gorgeous granite, like just so nice with rose gold, you know, um, hardware on, you know, the sink and the faucet. And it just looks so nice. And they had these like really pretty like Moscow mule uh, tin cups, you know, and the, it was just perfect. It wasn't gaudy. It was very clean and very modern, but there's just something about that rose gold that, <laughs> that I just love. I don't know why. Well, it's been a popular color. Yeah. It's been a popular color in, in, you know, style trend now for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, as opposed to the stainless steel and the, the shiny, shiny. Yeah. The shiny. Exactly. 
even even cabinets if you think about you know mahogany and the dark wood over years like every x amount of years people will then be like okay i want glass cabinets or paint them white because that's gonna increase the value if i update my kitchen make it bright and make it bigger and that's been kind of the trend that that porcelain pergola floor with the white open kitchen the white cabinets like you know unless you have a very traditional style home with you know mahogany wood it seems like from what i can see anyway all the updated kitchens are these white cabinets seems to be like you know the has been the trend i should say yeah 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 i think i think white is a popular color for cabinets Mm -hmm. Uh, i think then they try to add maybe a little color in an island or uh you know or the knobs the little hardware yeah yeah so we're coming up on another break here. My, uh, we're flying. We are. <laughs> so uh, hang in there, listeners, and we'll be right back with The Real Real Estate Show. O'Keefe and McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe and McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Hi, I'm Dave Edwards, and I invite you to join me every Sunday night when we'll showcase a perfect album. I'll start with side one, track one, and we'll play every song in order from the record. A few bonus songs, as well as some trivia, too, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. Hi, this is Alan Fernandez. Join me at the Jazz Getaway with Miles Davis, John Coltrane, and Duke Ellington and more every Sunday at 7 p.m. WTBQ GHT Weather. For this morning, partly sunny with a high near 49. Northwest wind 7 to 11 miles an hour. Gusts as high as 22 miles an hour. Mostly clear tonight, low around 27. Northwest wind 5 to 7 miles an hour becoming calm in the evening. Mostly sunny tomorrow, high near 44 with calm winds. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, low around 31 with calm winds. I'm Chris Stone. I'm gonna make this place your home. And welcome back. You're listening to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And I'm here today with... Dave Wilner from Pillar to Post Home Inspectors. And uh, for anybody that wants to connect with us or ask a question, give us a call at 845-651-1110. Or you can shoot us a text at 845 328 0886. And uh, listeners, just so you know, WTBQ, as always, is supporting the Toys for Military Tots uh, for 2022. So please, if you have any extra gifts, anything extra that you'd like to 
to drop off and donate to the children, uh, feel free to stop in at the station or there are drop-off spots uh, in Warwick, Middletown, Goshen, and Florida. You can take a look at the WTBQ website or pop in here at the station. Great cause, yeah. Oh, so what were we chatting about before the break? <laughs> I had a momentary lapse. You know what? I forgot to put the equal in my coffee and I know it sounds weird because it's, you know, it's a chemical, but... I haven't had a full cup of coffee, so my brain is, <laughs> and I've so, been so binging. We're, we're talking about appliances bringing yes. value to the house. Yes. You know, some appliances we were just discussing before the show, uh, you know, it's, you might not really think about it as an appliance, right? But solar panels, yes. right? And and what do you get from solar panels? You know, or, or how do you get the most out of them for your home? Um, you know, it's important that, you know, just, just throwing a set of solar panels on the roof doesn't make your home really that much more efficient, right? Right, right? So if your home, you know, if your home, if you're heating your home with oil heat, if you have a, you know, propane stove, if you have a, a propane fired hot water heater, you know, that those solar powers aren't doing much for you in creating efficiency in your home. If your home's not insulated well, if you don't have good windows, if you don't have a good roof um, and you're going to need to replace your roof and you've mounted your solar panels on the roof, then you're going to have additional cost in taking those solar panels down to put up the new roof and then put them back up. So there are a lot of things to consider um, in the process and about your home. So upgrades, things you may need to do to your home that you sort of have to lop into the cost mm. of the solar panel install that sometimes get overlooked. You know, so, I mean, I know I've seen a lot of my neighbors. I know in my neighborhood, we're all natural gas, heat, uh, but you know, if you, you know, we have uh, natural gas heat and central air conditioning, right? radiant, radiant floor heat and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and central air conditioning. So you have, there is an option in any house with ductwork to change it over to a heat pump. And now you have, you'll have a heat pump for heat. That's an electrical device. Now your solar panels will be creating your heat and air conditioning. And that's a tremendous savings. That's a tremendous savings, but what would, I mean, you know, off the top of your head, what would that increase, that upgrade cost look like, you know? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You, know, you know, when you ask me questions like that, it's really not my, you know, cost is not my thing. Yeah. So, but in general, it's not, that can't be, you know, it's, a, it's an investment, right? And long-term you would be saving and anything that's, you know, energy efficient and can save you some money is good, but... Um, I feel like everything's just gone up, you know, when it comes to uh, everything. <laughs> yeah, but so will the price of electricity. Right. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, I got a call, and this is what sort of prompted the whole solar panel um, topic, but I got a call. I was in the office, and the woman said, you know, I'm thinking I, I'd like to know what my home value would be. I'm, we're thinking of putting solar panels um, on the house. And I said, well you know, are you looking to sell? What's your timeline? You're just having a conversation. She said, well, we're, we're thinking we'll sell in about five years. So I said, um, okay, well, you know, I guess it's a great investment. And of course it's going to add some value, but five years from now, something else a little bit more advanced or efficient might come along and bump that out. Maybe, maybe not, you know, um, but you're not going to dollar for dollar. It's like uh, the analogy I had used was buying a brand new car. As soon as you go off that lot, you know, it's, it's dropping in value, right? So um, 
it was hard to kind of, you know, take the magic crystal ball and predict what your home value is five years from now if you were to add um, solar panels. So I just, I don't think you're going to get that back dollar for dollar. She, the estimate she got was about 30,000 and she was hoping to recoup the majority of that five years from now. So that was interesting. It's got a lot more to do with the value in the market. Of you course. know, if yeah. you, if you're in a $300,000 house, could you try listing it for three thirty? you know, to recoup your panels? Maybe, you know, right. uh, but you know, if, if you're in a $250,000 house and you know, that's what the market will bear on your house and you're saying, well, I, you know, I want an extra 30 K on it. Right. You know, I mean, I don't know. Well, that's kind of what I explained. I said, you I know, mean, we, we don't. Uh, $30,000. That's 10% of your house value at $300,000. Right. Does, does it, you know, does it get you there? Right. Nah. And five years from now, to your point, like the market is going to, you know, the housing market, we don't, we don't know. We don't yeah. Know. It could be down. I mean, just because your house is worth 300,000 today. Right. Right. And you say, well, I'll roll the dice on getting a 10% bump in five years. Sure. Five years from now, your house is now worth 250. Right. It's still worth 250. There's no crystal ball that tells you that. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is when customers ask me questions like that. I just, I, I tell them, look there, you can't, you just, there's no way to know. There's, yeah. you know, it's, um, you know, and, and like I said before, I mean, you know, you could average in your savings, right? Your, your electrical cost savings, um, right. Right. And, mm -hmm. As, as in value in the home. So instead of 400 a month in, in electricity, I've spent, uh, $65. Okay, great. You know, you yeah. saved 345 bucks. Yeah. And those are real numbers. I mean, I, I had a conversation recently with an appraiser and, um, we were chatting about, he did an appraisal on a house and, um, it was on a very busy road, but they had this huge, uh, in-ground pool with like a little, um, bathhouse in, in the back and, um, a lot of property, but a lot of the property was on wetlands. So it was like unusable, not level lot. And the in-ground pool, you know, it hadn't been maintained and the stone was all chipping, you know, but the owner of the home is, was shocked that, you know, the appraisal that it didn't appraise because of this pool. So, you know, these are things that as you are looking to make investments in your house, you want to think about, is this going to impact what the bank even determines, you know, the value. Um, and I don't think they're taking solar panels into consideration. <laughs> no, nah, you know? I don't think they are. Yeah. And, and a pool that's not maintained is is i mean it's it not just does not bring value it probably decreases decreases you. it right right you know i mean if it's a hazard it's a hazard right you know and i've seen lots of them that I'm are i'm sure hazards. you have oh my gosh uh, yeah <laughs> yeah um and and pools yeah they're they're yeah it always sounds like a good idea um you know but you know it's like when uh when i'm talking to clients who are who are considering putting in a pool, there's several different ways you can heat a pool, right? But the most common is with a natural gas or propane fired, uh, you know, water heating system. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you've got to understand that it requires a lot of fuel to heat a pool. Um, that's a lot of water. You've got an in-ground pool, uh, you know, 15,000 gallons plus. Um, you're, you're going to, you've you're going to use a lot of fuel to heat that water. Do you have, let me ask you a question. Do you have to keep that not on full blast, but do you have to keep, if you do have a heated pool, does it need to continuously be 
well, running it's, with it's, the, it's the like, heating system? It's like, you know, the water, it, it heats and cools more slowly than the, than the air, right? right. So if, uh, you know, if you let your pool get really cold, it's, it's going to take, take a longer time to heat it up. Mm. Depends on how much you use it, how much you want to use it. You know, I mean, if you say, ah, I don't really use it unless I have people over. And I know I've got people coming over on the weekend. Get so, it ready, you know, like let me turn it on a day or two ahead of time. Yeah. yeah, rather than heat it all week. Yes, that would yeah. save. So. I always wondered about that. I, you know, in traveling, let's say you're going to the Caribbean or something and they have a, a heated pool and it's, you want to take a night swim. And I'm like, it's cold in here. And they're like, we, we put it on and it's like two hours later. And I'm like, it's still cold in here, you know? So I was always wondered about that. So. Yeah, it takes a long time to heat yeah. a large amount of water. Uh, and like I said, a lot of fuel, I mean, it can cost a thousand or plus a month to heat a pool. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, when we're talking about solar, there's solar is a great option to, to help that process. Mm -hmm. So, um, there are passive solar systems that don't produce electricity, right? You circulate the water through black pipes up on a, a high part of the property or on a roof where you can now maybe get the water temperature, already start that water temperature getting up there, mm. right? Um, and you're using a lot less fuel to now to heat that water. Yeah, I guess that's what I would do. I'm so passive solar systems when I was a kid were the only kind you had. Uh, they didn't even have photoelectric cells really. Uh, we, we saw passive systems for years, uh, you know, ground arrayed passive systems to heat house, you know, house water, uh, were, were pretty common. Well, that, I would imagine that's, that would be more advanced back then. Not that you were <laughs> from many years ago, but you know, I feel like I'm seeing more solar panels. Then again, I, I lived in the city for a while, so it wasn't really a thing, but, um, but well, they had the passive solar systems, like solar systems, <laughs> solar panels, <laughs> losing it yeah yeah so so that that's right i mean passive systems do a great job mm -hmm. you know um they're great because they don't really they're very inexpensive to install mm. um they're very low maintenance uh and they they actually if you're going to run a pool on it and you want to save a little on your heating cost that's a great way to do it that's a good way to do it can't really do it yourself you'd have to hire i imagine someplace you have to get a permit or eh, you mm. could do it yourself it's not that hard, you know, just to run, run some pipes. They're just PVC pipes. So not too hard. Hmm. It's a good, good project. If you're going to install it on a roof, probably left to a professional is, is a good idea. Yes. Uh, you know, going on your roof can be dangerous people, you know, so be careful cleaning your gutters and doing, doing your work up there on the roof. Um, but yeah, you know, absolutely. Hmm. I need to, I, you just reminded me, I have to call the, the gutter guy <laughs> so you get the yeah, last of the leaves out. Yeah. Everybody get your gutters cleaned again. If you, even if you've already done it, get it done. You know, there's uh, don't let your gutters overflow. Don't let them get clogged. It's just the, it's the one of the worst things you can do to your house. Yeah. All that build up. I noticed last year I had um, my extender popped off during a snowstorm. I guess the weight of the snow in the back gutter the you know and it was diverting the water you know away from the house and i noticed i started taking in water in this one section of the house and uh the contractor coming he was like well this is what's going on this is why it's happening and it happened over a period of time but we don't remember and you know what how often i really don't walk around 
You, you know, should. I should, but you know, this is what I do for a living, right? Looking at foundations, showing people houses, looking at things, right? But my own house, I really don't, you know, go walk the parameters of the home. But now this time of year, getting in, in preparation for the winter, I'm literally going around making sure that foundation is good, that the Bilco door um, is sealed. I added extra insulation in a crawl space on an addition where I had a bathroom put in just to you know, shore it up, get it, get it ready for the winter. Cause last year it was really, really cold. And I realized it's because all the insulation in this one crawl space, for some reason, I must've pulled it out for, to install a pipe or something. So yeah. it's time for another break. Okie dokie. We'll be right back with the real real estate show. Stay tuned to WTVQ. This is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs. And then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or a seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com. And let's get together. Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit PillarToPost.com backslash David Wilner. Hi, this is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Looking for a weekend getaway, a year-round retreat, or maybe you're considering selling, I'll help to bring your vision to a reality. Enjoy four seasons of lakefront living on Greenwood Lake. Go fishing, swimming, and boating all summer long. And when fall arrives, go apple picking, hiking, or skiing on Mount Peter. Visit brendabwiley.randrealty.com and let's find the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Mary Ulrich with Cornell Cooperative Extension, inviting you to join me and our local farmers on Farm Talk every Wednesday at 12 noon, where you can learn all about agriculture in our communities. That's Farm Talk Wednesdays at 12 noon. This is Melissa inviting you to join me every Thursday at 12 noon when we open the door to the Curiosity Shop and invite you to explore the world of magic and the paranormal while connecting you with loved ones who have passed. All right here on Radio Worth Listening To. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, David Wilner from Pillar to Post Home Inspectors. And I'm here with Brenda Brent. Wiley. Woo. Hey, hello. Brenda. Hello. Hello, hello. What are you up to? I was just... Um, You're o- you were over there deep in thought. I was deep in thought. I was just thinking, <laughs> thinking about appliances and what I need to upgrade. <laughs> What do you think if you're going to upgrade one single appliance in your house? What do you think? What do you think you should do? I would, I would say probably the, the oven. Yeah. The oven. Yeah. But again, you know, I just don't have enough for the size of range with the double burners and, and I don't have enough space. So I, I would, for someone like me, I'd have to gut the well, kitchen. Well, 99% of homes are a 30 inch stove. That's what they are. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, I mean, it's a standard, it's a pretty standard size. Um, you know, there are, 
are wider ones. You know, they're 36, they're 38, 40. Uh, and there are more narrow ones too. Um, but, you know, the standard in a house, your standard uh, four to five burner stove is probably a 30 inch. I'm going to go home and measure my current stove. But yeah, that's probably what I would do. I, I, I love to cook and I'd love something that um, I wouldn't have to clean as much. You know what I mean? Uh, of course, you have to clean it. But like something that has a self-cleaning um, feature would really be ideal for me because um, I like to bake a lot and cook a lot. So that would be helpful. <laughs> yeah, we use the self-cleaner on our stove all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you, yeah. you just like turn it on and put, right? Like it's not that difficult to do, I don't think. No, you just turn it on. It's not very yeah. difficult. No, you just turn it on and it cleans. It's self-cleaning. You, you don't have to do it. Uh, what it does is, and I think listeners, just in case you don't know, what your self-cleaner does on your oven is it basically raises the temperature really, really high inside the oven. And it cooks off any residual stuff that could be in there. And it turns it to ash. Uh, be aware that the cycle can take several hours to do. Mm. Um, and it's going to be really, really hot. So, you know, it's, uh, it's important that you be home when you run this. Do not leave your house while you're running your self-clean cycle on your stove. Yeah. And maybe uh, make sure the children and the animals are not free and in, clear in of it. Yeah. It is yeah. going to be hot. Yeah. You know, um, you know, a hot summer day may not be the right time to to perform your self-cleaning option either. No. Uh, you know, but I mean, yeah, we all, people have air conditioning, so yeah, it works. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I mean, that would be my wish list on my, my Self-cleaning oven. Yeah. yeah. But like high tech, you know, but not, nothing that's too, you know, I, I love the look of like, I want to know that when you're looking at it, that it's still an oven. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want it to be super high tech, you know, but... Um, yeah. What about microwaves? We didn't talk about microwaves at all. What do you mm. think of a microwave? I think people, I don't know. I use microwave less and less. Like I just really don't, you know what I mean? My water cooler, I can get my hot water for tea or I can boil with the teapot. Um, I don't do like microwaved food. I cook everything myself. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like how important is a microwave? Like, unless I'm like right out of college or a young professional and just the ease of convenience or a grad school going to medical school or law school at night and I just need to pop something in, it's convenient. So you don't think it's a mandatory appliance in a, in a home these I, days? I don't think so. Not anymore. Unless you're getting one of those like super, you know, double whammy ovens with like the microwave on top, you know, with the, you know, that whole system. Like, I, I just... It takes up counter space. I'd rather have like a wine fridge, to be honest. <laughs> so, so you know, I mean, because these days, you know, microwave ovens can be convection ovens that you mm -hmm. can roast a turkey in a microwave. You know, uh, you can, you know, and it's heat. It's convection heat. So, you know, it browns. I mean, it's not like the old days, right? I yeah. Mean, yeah. I feel like, you know, even just looking, thinking about houses that I've shown recently or sold, um, microwave doesn't seem to be like, oh, I really like that microwave, you know? Um, it's, I just think it's less, there's less importance on that as. I also like the under the counter microwave myself. Under the counter. Yeah. I like, I like a, I like a drawer mounted 
under the counter microwave rather than over the stove. You know, you know what? I I want a hood. You know, just my personal taste. I'd like to see a hood over the stove. Visually, I like that look. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <clears throat> and then the under the counter maybe on the island. Well, and that's actually one of the trends that I've been seeing, particularly new construction, is is that it's underneath. And you know what? I like that. I think it's out of the line of vision. And how often do you use it? You know. Um, well, I'd say most people use it a lot, but yeah. Yeah, I don't really, yeah, I'm just, you yeah. know. Uh, you know, <laughs> in our family, we don't use ours at all because it doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> so what are you talking about? <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, we use it as a timer uh, and, and a clock. Those functions seem to work pretty well. Um, but as for heating anything up, no. Not at all. Is it just not getting hot or it's just not spinning around? Can uh, you replace it? Yeah, I need, no, it needs a new, uh, one of the like main control chips mm-hmm. busted. And uh, and to repair it is as expensive as buying a new a one. A new one. And, uh, you know, my wife and I have had this discussion a couple of times. And, uh, you know, Mrs. Wilner over there insists that uh, we're not replacing it until we redo the whole kitchen. See, so, I'm with her. I'm with Mrs. Wilner. <laughs> no, 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 no. Get that, that is, kitchen up. That is an expensive, <laughs> expensive microwave. You know, don't wait. Make your life easy, people. You know, enjoy your ramen. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's good stuff, you know. And, uh, you know, I think that's, that's really the whole point of any appliance. Is it going to make your life easier? Mm-hmm. Is it going to make your life better in the home? Is it going to make this place an easier place to live in, uh, an easy, you know, more home than, than just a place to crash. Yeah. Yeah. And then you think also for, for those looking to buy, you know, when you're looking at homes and it's advertised, you know, as is, you know, it's still important to make sure, and this is why you always want to get your home inspection. Um, you know, are these appliances fully operational? Yes, they may be older and not for nothing. Sometimes, you know, the older dishwasher sometimes can work better. You know, I don't know. It just, it depends, but you want to make sure that they're, they're functioning just because it's as is doesn't mean that nothing, nothing works, right. That the microwave doesn't work that the, you know, oven, two of the burners are out or, Oh, well, it's older. Well, you know, there's quick, simple repairs to get them functional, you know? Yeah. I think, you know, a, a lot of the, a lot of the things that, you know, maybe, uh, you know, if your burner doesn't light, uh, just a quick tip for anybody out there who's listening, every appliance has a thing called a data tag on it. That data tag has your model and serial number, and you can do a couple of things with this information. You can go to the manufacturer website, A, and register for your warranty with the information that's on that data tag. And I would encourage everybody to do that, to take advantage of those warranties. And B, you can plug in your model number into, say, YouTube and find out how to fix what's going on with your, 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 your unit. It'll also give you an opportunity to order all the correct parts if you need them. You can go on the manufacturer website and order replacement parts based on that model number. And what is it called again? The data tag, data tag. Okay. Yep. So it's included. I included pictures of the data tags for every appliance, washer, dryer, stove, microwave, dishwasher, you name it. If it's an appliance in your house, it's in my inspection report. Well, that's, that's really great to have too, especially if you're making that investment, buying a new house and 
whether you choose to get a separate home warranty or not, at least to have that information readily. We available. also automatically register them. Uh, so is you know once we capture the you know we capture the data tag information when I file my report it automatically gets uploaded to the manufacturer website so oh wow all that stuff is in there and you get the residual warranties oh I didn't I didn't know that you, that you yeah. did that that's that's a great added uh, feature yeah you know because those are things it's like oh yeah it's on my to do list but if to have it automated and to have somebody have that do that for you is great yeah I you know. Home inspectors. I mean, we 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 probably do um, we do a lot more than probably what most guys out there are, are doing. But mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's that's one of the the added bonuses of working with us. That's great. Good to know. Um, we I also wanted to you know the last couple of weeks we've been bringing up uh, my office in Warwick Howard Hanna Rent Realty. We've got uh, this is the last week to buy your raffle tickets, and this is for the Children's Free Care Fund, which benefits uh, children's hospitals throughout New York, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Virginia. Um, we are supporting Maria Ferrara, located in Westchester. Uh, the tickets are ten dollars. You can stop into Twenty Five Railroad. Uh, and buy tickets in person, or you can go to our uh, website and just click on the QR code. Um, or you can contact myself, text or call at 914-522-9474. I will personally meet you and you can get your raffle tickets. The prizes are really fantastic just in time for the holiday. So yeah, and for a great cause. <laughs> what else you got going on for uh, you know the holiday season here, Brenda? I am uh, reaching out to... Uh, a lot of contacts that I've met, you know, in the last year or two, just touching base, it's quieted down, uh, but that's not uncommon this time of year. Um, but it really is important to keep keep their relationships uh, nurtured. And, you know, you want to be top of mind as a realtor, whether you're looking to buy or sell or just to add questions or have conversations, because there are certainly a lot of questions <laughs> right now as to um, what's happening in the, in the housing market, particularly in the Hudson Valley, but prices are still strong. Um, it's the same conversation with inventory. We need, we need more listings. So, um, I'm just reaching out and trying to keep those relationships going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's, uh, this is always a kind of a slow time in yes. the, in the real estate market. Um, you know, I think people are a little bit out of shopping mode. They're in a little more, oh, we're being, it is time to go. <laughs> it is time to go. All right. Been well, a listen, pleasure. Have a tune great in week. next Monday at 10 a.m. for the Real Real Estate Show. Thanks, listeners. Thanks.